What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Rena Zaharov. Every week, I'm coming at you with the tools you need to elevate your influence and build your online business. And it all comes from my real life experiences, from underdog to undeniable success. This is the Become Shatterproof podcast. Welcome back. Episode number two, everybody. I'm so happy to be here with you. And today I want to talk to you about my story. And the reason I want to share my story with you is because I truly believe that my story and my struggle and my pain over the last, not just eight years as an entrepreneur, but throughout my life, and I won't sit, make you sit here for days and days listening to my entire story, but I do want to touch on some very pivotal moments in my life that have led me to where we are today. And so if you give me permission to be real and honest with you, I want to take you through some of my journey, some of what has gotten me to where I am, and I'm just going to be fully transparent and fully real with you because I want to let you into that part of my life so you can trust that I understand where you're at on your journey. And when I coach and train and lead you in the entrepreneurial space, you can rest assured that I'm coming from a place of lived experience. So You know, if we go back to the early days, I am a middle child. I am a Virgo. So that alone, (laughs) if you follow any of that kind of stuff, that alone tells you that uh, I'm an interesting girl. I'm a unique girl. Highly, highly sensitive, very, very intuitive, uh, very emotional being, super creative, and, um, you know, a real go-getter. I would, I would use those terms to define myself. And going back to my childhood for just a sec, I would say that I had a relatively normal childhood. Um, although my parents did get divorced when I was 17 years old, um, and, you know, they definitely were not the greatest match in a marriage. My parents are amazing people and I'm so grateful for them. I wouldn't be the person I am today without their guidance. So um, I did have a really good childhood. Like when I think back to my childhood, there's really nothing other than happiness that comes up for me. And there was always something within me from a very, very young age where I felt different. Now, I bring this up and it will all come together in just a second. But have you ever felt like you were different? Like in any way, shape or form? I'm sure most of us can agree that, that we have parts of us where we're like, you know what, I'm, I'm different. And I remember uh, an event in my life when I was about 10 years old. And my dad actually took me to a Bruce Springsteen concert. So I'm 38. I was born in 1981. And when I was 10, we're probably talking about 1991. So back in those days, uh, I guess Bruce Springsteen was the person to see. 
And my dad took me to this concert in downtown Toronto. And for whatever reason, we left early, probably because I was 10. And we ended up going to this restaurant downtown Toronto. And it was a very cold winter day. And it's interesting because this is one of the pivotal moments in my life. And it will make sense in just a second. And so we went to this restaurant and I will never forget, there was a man, he was homeless and he stood outside of the door and I saw him, there was the glass window and we had just ordered our food and he came into the restaurant and it was really, really cold. Like our winters are super cold in Toronto and he came in and he asked for food and they told him to leave the first time. He had come back in the restaurant and he asked for water. And I remember this as if it was yesterday and I was 10 years old. And they said if he came back in the restaurant again that they would call the police. And my 10-year-old soul knew that it didn't feel right to me that they were doing that. That he was hungry, he was cold, and I did not feel good about it. And I remember asking my dad if we could give him our food. And my dad said, sure. And we gave him our food. And I just remember the look in his eyes. I'll never forget it ever, ever, ever. And that was a pivotal day for me because I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew that God put me on this earth to help other people. And I didn't know how it would manifest. I didn't know, you know, how I would grow up and what I would do. And coincidentally, I wanted to be a teacher my entire life as a kid. It was like, I'm going to be a teacher. But the thing about me is I get very bored easily when it comes to sitting down and listening and learning. And I'm a bit of a all over the place kind of person. That's the entrepreneur in me. And my grades were never good. And so I was not accepted into university, which meant I couldn't become a teacher. My grades weren't high enough. And so by default, I became a social worker. And I became a social worker because that was the only college that accepted me to school. And I ended up going into college. I I graduated. I ended up actually going to university for a little bit too. After that, I was like in the mature program and I got my first job in social work in 2001 and I was just fresh out of school and here I was, I was working at a transitional men's shelter, which also had a family shelter and a long-term care facility attached to it. And I worked there for a couple of years and then I got a permanent job in social work as a mental health and addiction social worker. And I went down that path for 10 years. Okay, I'm not going to tell you all the intricacies throughout my journey, but I want you to kind of get a picture of who I am and how I kind of got to this place. And I share this with you for you. So everything I'm sharing with you, there's a purpose behind it. And I want you to know who I am, especially if you're going to be taking advice from me. And so I 
went through this social work journey. I worked in high crisis. I worked with psychiatric facilities. I worked with the courts. I worked with families, so many different facets of social services. And I'm going to tell you, I saw a lot of things that you can never unsee in your life. And those experiences have shaped me. They've helped me become a very strong communicator. They've helped me understand human behavior on a very deep level. They've helped me understand energy and intuition because I had to really listen to my senses at as a social worker in that career because sometimes I was in dangerous situations and I had to be on high guard and high alert. So I really started to understand human beings very early on in my life. And another pivotal pivotal moment happened in 2009. So I shared with you one one of the major impactful situations was in 1991 when I was 10 years old and I went to a Bruce Springsteen concert and then ended up meeting a homeless man that would eventually impact my life in ways that I never really understood at that age. But now I'm 38, 28 years later, I still remember him. So that in itself is really powerful to know that we have the potential to impact people in a very strong way. And so in 2009, I had lost, so just to give you perspective, I have three children and I've also had three miscarriages. So I had my daughter in 2007 and then between 2007 and 2012, I lost two pregnancies. One of them I found out at my three-month ultrasound. And the other one was at, I believe, the nine or ten-week mark. And at that time when I had lost the second pregnancy in 2009, that was very devastating. That experience was very traumatic for me. And I was going through a lot at that time. Now, after overcoming that, some good news popped up in my career. So just to give you perspective, I had been working in my job for eight years. So put, you know, my blood, sweat and tears into mastering my craft as a social worker and just pouring myself and just really wanting to help people. Like I never in a million years thought I would do anything other than social work, truly. And it's funny if you know me today, like you might be listening to this as a brand new listener and this is your kind of first approach to me right now, or you might have been following me for the last eight years in, you know, in my entrepreneurial journey. And for those of you that know me now, you may not know that other side of me, but I was not the person you see today, not the confident person you see today. I was someone that was very insecure, very, I've never been shy or timid, but I was a people pleaser. I cared what people thought about me. I went through all of that for many, 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 many years. And there was this moment that happened in my social work career where, and pay attention to this part, because this is a very crucial part of my story. Very crucial. 
In 2009, a job opportunity had come up for an intake worker position. Now, if you know anything about social work, I was a frontline case manager, which meant I was out in the community working one-on-one with my clients. And it was a very difficult role. You were in the midst of a lot of chaos and negativity and depression and so much stuff on a regular basis. And so when this intake position came up as a position, I was really, really excited because it was something different. Now, a little more backstory we actually had the intake worker, the reason the position even came up is because the intake worker that was doing that job, she went on stress leave. And if you know anything about social work, it's very common. There's a lot of people that go on stress leave every couple of years. And they distributed her caseload to the caseworkers. So on top of being a caseworker, we had taken on these intakes. And for eight or nine months, I was doing these intakes on top of my regular role. And I was really enjoying that administrative role. And so when the job opportunity came up eight months after doing this job, I was really excited to apply. Now you may kind of guess where the story is going to go. I didn't get the job and I was absolutely devastated. I actually went to my doctor because I was so upset and I wanted to take time off work. It was, I was so hurt. And I now look back at that moment and that was the fork in the road. And that is what had me open to learning about network marketing when it was presented to me two years later. So I didn't get the job. I stayed in the job because I had, you know, a child and there was no way I I couldn't have my job. That was my career. I had spent eight years there. But what happened was is something shifted in my mind. And when network marketing presented itself to me two years later, when I was pregnant with my second child, something in my mind said, you need to be open to other things because you will never have your worth in this environment. 10 years later, I was in the same place as I was five years before that. And so here I was in 2011, I was pregnant with my second baby. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was literally paying my line of credit to pay my bills. Like that was the cycle. And although both my husband and I earned a very decent income at that time, we were the typical couple, right? Life was pay to pay, pay your mortgage, pay your daycare, pay your cars, pay your groceries, and not much left at the end of the month. You have more month than you do money. And when network marketing presented itself to me in 2012, I said, I'm going to try. I'm going to do this and see what happens. And my husband said to me, because I was so skeptical, my husband said to me, stop being a chicken and take a risk for once in your life. You have nothing to lose. I said to him, Avi, we can't afford this start order for this business. I remember at the time it was like over $1,000. 
And he said to me, and I'll never forget it. This was in 2012. He said, if we can't afford $1,000 for you to start a home-based business, then that is the very reason you need to start this business. And that's exactly what I did. So that was pivotal moment number two. That was the fork in the road. That moment, that devastating moment in 2009, when I thought my world was collapsing around me and I was so heartbroken that I was looked over for a position that I not only was doing, but that I deserved. It was the catalyst for me to be open to looking at a different opportunity where perhaps I had a glimmer of hope to build something that I could be proud of. So I joined my first network marketing company in June of 2012. And let me tell you, I was a hot mess. I joined a company that was completely belly to belly. So it was all, you know, home parties and go to Starbucks and share the dream from a presentation on an iPad. And I massaged people's hands with cream and I and I gave people foot soaks at facial parties and and spa parties. And that's how we shared the product. And I did that for three years in that company. And then I went to another company for a year. But let me back up for a second. So I joined this network marketing company. And I'll tell you the two things I had going for me. I was coachable. And I had a crazy work ethic. And that's a very powerful combo. I had no authority in my network. I had no business being in business. Like I said, I was a social worker. Nobody in my life looked at me as a business person. So I didn't have any credibility. But what I had was a big desire. I was hungry to become successful. And so what I did is I got to work. My upline told me you need to do this, this, and this. And I went and did it. And then I asked her what I had to do next. I was that kind of action taker right out of the gates. And because of that, I promoted to the second management level in that company where I was earning over $1,000 a month consistently by my second or third month. That was very eye-opening for me because you have to understand as a full-time social worker, you're not making that much money. And so I was making a third of my income working from home. You can imagine that excited me to want to grow more. Now, let me tell you some of the things that started to happen. I'm going to kind of fast forward my story, but I think all these pieces are really, really important to learn about who I am and how I got here so you can kind of get a deeper insight into kind of why I operate the way I do. And so I started to feel like I wasn't in the right place. And if you've been in network marketing long enough, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I knew in my intuition that I I had to leave that company. And I won't get into those details, but it was time for me to move on. And what happened after that was pivotal moment number three. I went through the worst adult bullying in my adult life. So I was actually full on, full fledged. I was shunned blocked, deleted, and I was disrespected in such a horrible way. And 
you know, if you're on this podcast and you're from that company and you know my journey, I forgive you because a lot of people hurt me big time. I forgive you and I'm grateful for you. And I'm going to tell you why that is. Because that was the moment that I decided, and I didn't know I decided this until years later, but that was the experience where I knew that I was going to prove myself right. I wasn't going to prove anybody wrong. I was going to prove myself right. People lied about me. People said so many horrible things about me. I was a cross recruiter. I was a poacher. I was this, that, and the other. And none of those things were true. None of them whatsoever. One of the things that I stand behind and one of the things that one of my core values is integrity and standing behind being a good person. I'm no perfect human being. I make as many mistakes as the next person, but it's very important to me. It's a core value. And the things that were said about me were so hurtful and the relationships that got tainted as a result of me making a personal business decision, it was just a very difficult time and it made me angry and it hurt me, but it really motivated me. And so People do one of two things when really tough things happen. They either crumble and they quit or they gather their strength and they persevere. And I chose to persevere because people were saying all these things about me. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go out there. And initially, I wanted to prove them wrong because I was angry. I wasn't emotionally mature. I was suffering. So I wanted other people to see that I was going to make it. And I got to work and I started working really, really, really hard on building my, my brand, my voice, my name. And I remember two women specifically, two women, when I started branding myself in 2015, both of them said the same thing to me. And another pivotal, pivotal moment, they said, one of them said, you have no results. Why would anybody listen to you? And the other one said, you need to prove that you can back up what you train on. And she said, and I'll never forget this. She said, why would someone like me listen to someone like you? Pivotal moment number five. Another moment where I was, it was like a dagger to the chest, but I said, I am going to rise up from all of this judgment. I am going to make this business work for me some way, somehow. In those first four years of building my network marketing businesses, uh, three years in the first one and one year in the second, I worked so hard barely making an income. Like I said, in the first couple months, I did get to that level, but I pretty much worked for free. Like if you really looked at the money I was spending on travel and products and, and courses and all the things I was doing, I wasn't making money. I was actually in the red. I was in the hole and I was actually down a very bad rabbit hole because I started to hate the profession 
I left the first company. I went through a lot of crazy bullying, went to the second company, realized I was in the wrong company. I didn't like that company whatsoever. I realized it when I was a couple months in. And then I felt like a real failure. Then I felt like maybe all these people are right about me. Maybe I'm not meant for network marketing. And there was one moment that changed everything for me. I met somebody in a blogging group and we became friends online. And this individual ended up becoming my upline. And now he's like a brother and a great friend to me. And him and his wife were really successful building an online business. And I was really intrigued by how they were able to leverage social media to build their business. And so I decided that I would follow everything they said and start implementing all of their trainings and using live video to put my voice out there. And in 2016, I decided to partner with them in their company. That was my third network marketing company. And I decided to go all in when it came to building my brand and my voice and my audience. And let me tell you, the story got worse. I started going live every single day for an entire year and nobody cared about what I had to say. Nobody. I started showing up and sharing when I wasn't making any money. I just put myself out there profusely. I said, you know what? I am going to get to this goal one way or another. I'm not giving up on my dreams and I'm going to prove myself right. And if we fast forward the story, I'm going to I'm going to speed it up from here, but let me share with you kind of where things led. In 24 months of building in that company, I hit the top rank and that's where I am right now and hit a six-figure income, you know, over five figures a month in that company and then went on to become a coach and now I run the Shatterproof Academy and I coach um, six and seven-figure earners in their businesses and I lead a team of thousands of people and I say all that to say that all of the experiences in my life that have led up to where I am today, all of the pain, all of the heartache, all of the judgment, all of the roadblocks, they've actually been the greatest blessings. And one of the reasons I am so grateful, so grateful for my hardships is because when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to you from a place of true understanding. I'm speaking to you from a place of knowing exactly where you are, what you're going through, because I likely have not only gone through it, but I've gone through it 1,700 different times in different ways. And I can't wait to share all of these lessons and all of these experiences over the coming months and years building out this podcast because I have so much to share and so much that I want to help you with and so many experiences in these last eight years of building in the network marketing space and now building a personal brand and a coaching business from the ground up. So I hope that my story 
let you in to who I am as a person and that you have a better sense of my background and how I started out and, you know, just how it all started for me. And I just look forward to this journey with you guys. I want you to know that no matter how much I make or where my business takes me, that my grassroots and my core values are the number one uh, facet to my operation. It's the number one. It's it's my most important um, outlook is my value system. And so I look forward to spending time with you guys and getting to know you better, my listeners, and just, you know, this is going to be a great journey. So if you enjoyed this podcast and you learned something new about me, I would love, you know, you know, leave your comments, leave your reviews, let me know that you're enjoying this. And I just look forward to so many more great conversations with you. So have a great day and I will see you guys in the next podcast.